welcome to our inaugural Forsters podcast. I'm Mary Stickland, a knowledge development lawyer in the Commercial Real Estate Group, and I'm joined today by one of my favourite partners, Vicky Towers, uh, who's also in our Commercial Real Estate Group and our graduate recruitment partner. Now, I should say award-winning graduate recruitment partner. I know modesty will prevent Vicky from mentioning it herself, but she led the team to a rousing victory in the category of best recruiter, medium city firm, uh, at the lawcareers.net awards in 2018. Hello, Vicky. Hi, Mary. Thanks very much for having me today. I'm not sure I can uh, be as impressive as that introduction, but I'll certainly try. Just do your best. That's all we ask. So, yeah, it's exciting, actually. This is our inaugural podcast. So looking forward to seeing what happens. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay, today Vicky and I are going to talk about Forster's approach to graduate recruitment, the sort of things we're looking for in our future trainees, and also what we think uh, distinguishes us as a firm. Um, so firstly, can we start with a little bit of background? Vicky, can you give us a quick overview of the firm? Yeah, sure. We're 57 partners uh, and over 450 um, staff here. Um, obviously, that includes our fantastic associates and senior associates. Um, it's a firm that's steeped in tradition due to the founding partner's history, but in fact, we are a relatively young, modern firm. We recently celebrated our 20-year anniversary, and there were a couple of great events that marked that occasion, one of which was a client um, event down at Spencer House, just off Green Park. And the other, Mary, I know you were there, Forstable, which was a family day was, over at Gray's Inn. That was excellent, was particularly really the uh, partner's entertainment section. I yeah, thought that let's, was... let's move on. <laughs> um, and the firm was founded in 1998, um, and that was with a vision to create a new firm with a distinctive culture. The founding partner's main aim was to provide a genuine alternative to city firms and I think looking back over the 20 years that's exactly what's happened. Um, Everyone in the firm I think would agree that we've got a broad and fantastic client base and the traditional areas in which we work whilst they are prevalent we're also forward thinking in our approach Um, and it goes without saying that we're located in the heart of beautiful Mayfair which is one of our differentiators as well. Yeah absolutely and it is genuinely beautiful out there it is today today (laughs) not so much last week um so as a firm we're predominantly focused on real estate and private client they're uh, our two largest practice groups but we have grown rapidly um over the past 20 years i mean certainly i've seen that during my time at the firm and you've been here even longer than i have (laughs) um so but i think it's fair to say that particularly over the last sort of few years we're really making our mark in area uh, other areas areas of law as well yeah um can you talk us through some of the growth practices yeah sure i mean just to sort of intro that if you like i mean as a firm this year um fee income was up eight percent to 56.8 million which i think is a fantastic achievement and as you've mentioned there are a number of reasons for that and if you follow any of our usual social media channels you'll know that our family department are doing fantastically well they've been involved in a high a number of um, high profile cases uh, decision making and hosting some fantastic seminars which have gone down really well not only with current uh, clients but also prospective ones and in fact their growth alone was 26 percent this year which i think is amazing yeah uh, on top of that, the corporate practice is um, thriving in all areas. Um, there's obviously the real estate support piece, uh, M&A, uh, they've got you know, a lot going on. Uh, whilst very much part of the real estate group, it's worth also mentioning our specialist enfranchisement practice. 
uh, Natasha Reese and Lucy Barber have been steadily building this up over the course of the last few years and have been involved in a number of high-profile and landmark decisions. Um, so we've got two, uh, two principal areas of real estate, commercial and resi, and trust, tax and estates, also worth mentioning, of course. Um, but it's really the departments around those that are forging ahead too and building their own business, which is great to be part of yeah. and to see happening. Yeah. So then with your graduate recruitment hat on mm. um, and taking that sort of into account, what kind of things are we looking for in our future trainees? That's a good question. I mean, I, I hate to sort of... Well, the first point to make is I don't want to encourage this sort of... Um, this homogenous approach that we want to our trainers because we don't want that. Everyone is individual, and I know we'll talk about that probably in a bit. But um, just looking at sort of the the attributes that we are looking for, commercial awareness and ability to think strategically are both important. Uh, one of the key things I like to see during our assessment day process is team players uh, who are resilient, excellent at problem solving, personable, driven, ambitious, and honest, which is quite an array, but yeah. can, it's about getting that balance right, actually. Yeah. And I love it when you sort of see candidates who are showing real enthusiasm for the challenge of the day because coming here is daunting. You're with um, 18 other candidates, um, and it's not about sort of um, the competition or fighting for the place, it's you as an individual and how you perform, to be honest. Um, and the other one to mention is integrity. So looking deeper into that, it's a strong work and service ethic, a real desire to contribute to the life of the firm. Uh, our trainees, it goes without saying, are the future of the firm, and it's really important we encourage and develop them as part of the team from yeah. day one. So picking up on the, one of the first points you mentioned, which was um, commercial awareness, yeah. I always think that's a really interesting one because yeah. it's actually really difficult to demonstrate. I mean... Yeah casting our minds back a long way a long long way (laughs) (laughs) so when we were going through the process yeah um you know i think the only tip i ever really got is like read the financial papers yeah pages of the papers but have you got any other sort of tips um as to how applicants might build up their commercial awareness as part of their sort of preparations for the recruitment process yeah absolutely i mean we joke but actually sort of reading broadsheets is although they're probably not that anymore it's um it's uh you know all done on your tablets these days uh, who knows what a broadsheet is um but reading those just getting in the know with the news current affairs but also drilling down into that a little bit more is industry specific so both the legal and the sets in which we um provide the services yeah um and yeah relevant websites and any resources that you've got available to you really do you know i think also it's just even helpful to talk to people yeah um, just generally out there and bounce ideas and opinions um and predominantly it's about understanding how the legal services fit into the bigger picture of what our clients are seeking to achieve on a commercial level rather than just looking in isolation at the law which from you know the age of 13 or whenever you start sort of thinking about what you might want to do career-wise uh, that's what you're always encouraged to do. It's all about this, these topics that you're studying, but then it's it's then looking out into the bigger world, the world at large, and what, what it looks like in that context. Yeah, it's being able to sort of apply exactly. that in a practical yeah, capacity. Yeah, the theory, isn't it? Yeah. And then, then form your own opinions, which I think is the key, because we all get so sort of uh, tunnel vision almost about and blinkered about the facts we're being told, but then it's about taking those and making your own opinions. Yeah. Um, and from the point of a future trainee, if you can kind of 
put yourselves in, in their shoes. What do you think distinguishes us as a firm to train at, obviously apart from having the best graduate recruitment partner? And team, yeah. And team exactly. on the case. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we only offer seven to nine training contracts each year, so that in itself means you're not just a number. Um, your role is really key as part of the team that you're working in. Um, you will be factored into sort of whether you're, whether it's a fee quote or the type of work um, that we're doing. You will have a part to play. Uh, following on from that, sort of similarly, really, you get a high level of responsibility. Um, and again, the work that you get is a really high caliber with lots of client contact. And from what I can tell with my discussions with the trainees, they really appreciate having that. Yeah. Um, and then we are a really collegiate and inclusive firm. Everyone's made to feel really welcome. Uh, we expect people to work hard, but also place an emphasis on work-life balance as well. And we're really keen to develop people as individuals and encourage them to feel like they can be themselves. As I mentioned earlier, we just don't want a homogenous team of trainees coming through the door. Everyone's got something different to offer, and that is what I personally think makes Forster's the firm it is. And differently from other firms, we um, have a, a faster rotation. rotation. That's right. Everyone um, does four months instead of six months. So um, whilst it may feel like sort of you're just settling in and then you're moving out, actually the benefits are that you see a lot more of the firm. Uh, for example, on the real estate piece as well, you could do a seat in construction and um, commercial real estate, and it means you see two different sides of the same transaction, which is, I think, invaluable. I think that's really important because instead of kind of just focusing on that one practice area that you're in, you have a much better idea of how everything, all the pieces of the puzzle exactly. kind of fit together. That's right, that's right. And so how can aspiring trainees get to know a bit more about us? Do we have a presence at law fairs? Um, well, this is something we've sort of been working on over the last year or so, but um, having looked around, we felt we got more out of the BPP and University of Law law fairs um, than some of maybe the more specific university ones because it gave us a broader exposure to a variety of people to yeah. meet. Um, we're also looking at Bright Network, who host their own fairs, which again um, is attended by students from across the country, not just a selection of universities. Um, and then sort of one of the best ways, I think, to get a real feel for the firm is to apply for one of our two-week vacation schemes, which we run in June and July. Uh, there are usually 14 places offered in total, so that's seven on each scheme. And it's a great way to come in, see the firm. You spend two weeks a week in... Um, different departments and you just get to see what it's like working as a trainee really and the back scheme is a buddied up on that's right you've got trainees. a buddy um there's various events going on there's also presentations from various members of the different departments so you do i think come out with a, a brilliant view of what forsters is like uh, we also hold open days um, and you may have noticed from our social media feed we're just starting to host dinners we've got the first one coming up in a few weeks and um, at that you can network with sort of hand-picked selection of partners associates trainees and graduate recruitment team to find out a bit more about what life is like at the firm 
strangely, my invite <laughs> appears to have got lost in the post for that one, but so I shan't, shan't take time. it personally. <laughs> um, so hopefully dinner with you won't put uh, well, aspiring yeah, trainees exactly. off too much. I, I know I you've got excellent not. table manners. Um, can you talk us through um, the application process that sort of comes after that? Yeah, sure. I mean, the application form process is a link on our website along with lots of other useful information and um, FAQs. Holly, uh, who assists me in our HR team on the graduate recruitment side, she's um, very helpful as well and would welcome contact from students or anyone who's got any queries. Um, you need a minimum of 320 UCAS points for a maximum of three full A-levels, but that doesn't include general studies. And um, generally you're expected to have gained a 2-1 or higher in your degree. Is there any wiggle room on the academics? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, again, this sort of flows through from the fact we don't want all our trainees to be the same, and life does have its ups and downs. So we treat each application in its own right. So if there are extenuating circumstances, we'd invite people to explain that. It's not set in stone. And it's. Um, I think it's important for people to understand that our application forms are reviewed by our graduate recruitment panel, and from that, I, I actually have four people who help me do that so that we can ensure we've got consistency yeah. in terms of the review process. And we have training um, to to make sure we're getting the most out of the application forms when we see them. Um, and so for that reason, you are, you know, the, if there are extenuating circumstances, someone is actually looking at it and will be reading it. Um, rather than a computer or an arbitrary benchmark, yeah. at which point things are just discarded. So, um, And then candidates are shortlisted and then invited to attend an assessment day. So what kind of tortures do we like to subject people <laughs> oh to on the um, assessment day? So the assessment days comprise no torture, I'd like to point out, <laughs> but uh, an interview with two of our partners on the panel, a written case study exercise and a group exercise where you're put into teams and, and given a task to do. Um, so the good thing about having these three is that it gives candidates the opportunity to showcase their skills across three different exercises which are meant to exist sort of different qualities and people may feel that they may suit one better than the other but across the board it gives us exposure to them. yeah um we do hope of course people don't find the process too daunting um because we want to get the best out of people who are sitting here don't want people to feel too nervous um so yeah that's sort of our approach to the day and um, then what happens if you're successful so yeah if you are successful you get invited back for a second round interview uh so just to mention i think on the vacation scheme uh, your second interview is part of the scheme so at the end of the two weeks you will have a second interview with some other graduate recruitment panel members um, so it's a really good way of going through the training contracts application process as well as having the benefit of work experience all in one. So yeah. um, to me, I think the vacation scheme is, is fantastic for that. And have you got any kind of top tips for preparing for the assessment or an interview? Um, without wishing to sound like a girl guide uh, and be prepared <laughs> maybe that's, it's a good thing to sound like that uh, make sure you've done your homework on the firms you're applying for and that you're clear on why you're there there's nothing worse as an interviewer and I'd imagine a candidate who is unclear about why they've applied to that firm or why they're interested in a particular or why they you know without being able to justify why they're interested in a particular area of practice yeah um 
keeping track of legal developments and industry news in the firm's key practice areas, especially if it involves the firm or their clients. Firms are very good at publicising deals they've done uh, to the extent they can. Um, And so to mention that in an interview, I think, is quite um, an engaging focal point. And it really shows you've thought about the things um, and that you care. Yeah. And just finally, Vicky... Can you tell us what's your favourite thing about working at Forsters, apart from getting to see me well, every, every day? day. <laughs> um, it's hard to put your finger on it being one thing. Um, we've talked a bit about the, the quality of work, um, which I think that's sort of an outcome almost of the fact that we've got a fantastic, we've got fantastic people um, and they're very collegiate and supportive. I've made some great friends here and I see others forging strong relationships uh, and that is all sort of in the, under the umbrella of the fact that we've got some quality individuals here, uh, many of whom are leaders in their field. Um, so, yeah. Lovely. Thank you so much for joining me today, Vicky. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. <laughs> so We're not normally this polite. <laughs> So for further information on all things graduate recruitment, uh, please do head over to our website, forsters.co.uk, or feel free to follow us on all of the various (laughs) social media feeds, uh, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook, uh, for the latest news and views from the firm. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.